Wow. Hey, everybody. We couldn't get tickets to Black Panther, so we're at home making electronics. Maybe next weekend we'll get tickets ahead of time. It's me, Lady Ada, with me over there. What you can't see is Mr. Lady Ada. I'm hiding. But he's there. He's there in voice only. But we're going to interrogate him about some 15-year-old blog posts he made. Yes. He can't wait. 13-year-old blog posts. Um, yes. Okay, so what's, uh, what's up for today? We're, we, we had some exciting adventures. And we're going to work on this robot a little bit. Yeah, that's the graphic. This is the graphic. It's a little Adabot head, and this represents our, our robot building adventures. Yeah. You like robots, and I don't. <laughs> so, well, I like, but the, I, will. I like the potential of robots. Yeah. So um, what I was working on this weekend was... Well, we actually we actually changed some ideas about what our robot would do, but we kind of went into, we were going in two directions, which is the way engineers have to go, right? You have to you have to plan out. Technically, two. three. We're going to release some stuff in stages, but yeah, we rearranged our. our we launch. we rearranged our our lives a bit. So, you know, we had this idea of like, okay, maybe we'd make this little robot rover, and you know, be a line following robot, and we had. Um, in in the store and in a previous Ada box, we have released a robot that was remote controlled that used like our little um, three layer round robot chassis, which is a really great chassis. Yeah, you want to go to the overhead? Because I want to see the overhead. Yeah, sure. Let's go to the overhead. So this is, you know, a previous chassis, and it's got these big TT motors. And then we got the DC mode, you know, the little DC, DC mode. What? Oh, I'm blanking. Jeez. Yeah, okay, well, it wasn't. But I, have, but I have a solution. It's okay. Just hang out. We're hanging. Everything's fine. Yeah. We don't know why it's happening. Well, but we'll figure it out because we're engineers. Yeah. Let's see if I got it. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it, Wirecast. You can do it. Go, 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 yeah. Let's see what happened here. Yeah. No. That's cool. I'm a black monolith. Yeah. Yeah, I lost it. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Do you have to start over? No, no, no. Not over. It just it doesn't want to cooperate. Yeah? Anyways. Okay. I think we're okay now. Okay. We're back. Well, I'll just hold it up. Yeah, or no, right. overhead. Alright. I gotta work around again. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we've got these rounded robots. And we were sort of thinking, you know, maybe um, we'd have like a circuit playground type no. thing. What? Cursed. Do you want to not use the overhead? Hmm. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you want to um take this computer, smash it with a hammer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's one. That's one solution. I think it'd be cool if we just said, "Look, we're gonna just have the black, <laughs> black blob, video stream. Yeah. Deal with it." Well, no. 
Yeah, this one is unrecoverable. Before, I was able to get stuff going. Yeah? Yeah, it came back, but like... It's, myster- it's mysterious. Yeah, it's mysterious. Okay. Maybe if I move too fast? No. Okay. See, this is the thing. You do robots and you get cursed. I'm telling you, robots are, are a curse. Yeah, all right, just keep going. Upon humanity. Okay. So we got this, like, rounded robot idea, and we're like, well, maybe we'll make, like, a round, like, mouse robot, and we got Circuit Playground, and we're like, we'll fit it on top somehow, and maybe it'll bolt in. And we were, we were actually chatting with some um, folks from... MakeCode, and we were saying, like, hey, you know, we'd like to do a robot, and maybe we'll have it be, you know, MakeCode compatible. It'll be kind of like this, and maybe this will be attached on top somehow. And they said, oh, you know, one thing just to, to watch for, well, one thing to watch for is um, if we can make it so that we don't need to have an expensive remote control. Because previous robots we've done, we've had, like, a Bluetooth module, and then you'd use like your phone or your tablet, but that requires you to own a phone or a tablet or to borrow your, your parents' phone or tablet. So maybe having a way to control something remotely, remote control, RC, but without using Bluetooth. And so we thought about this a little bit and we're like, well, you know, there's the cheap 27 megahertz dongles, but you know, once you get into RF, there's like FCC certifications and like there's power limits and digital hardware. And then, you know, we thought, well, you know, there's that infrared receiver on the Circuit Playground Express that could act as a good remote control receiver if you're using, you know, like a plain infrared remote. Let me grab one. You know, you could use, you could use your everyday... This you know, remote control has like up, down, left, right buttons and okay. I mean, you could use this to control your robot. The only thing is, of course, everybody's remote control is a little bit different. We have a remote control that we offer, but it's like not, it's inexpensive, but it's not um, like very detailed. Like it kind of has like numbers and it's like forward, back, you know, play, pause. But I also kind of like the idea of like you could have like a much more like comfortable remote control. And that's when um, the weekend hit and we were kind of thinking about like, how do we do this? Because it's not that you want people to use one of these remote controls. You want people to be able to control a robot from anything. Like you want a universal interface and Bluetooth is kind of close to that, but Bluetooth doesn't exist for um, like desktop machines often don't have Bluetooth. Um, And uh, some old phones and tablets don't have Bluetooth. Um, laptops usually do these days, Chromebooks do, but then like in Linux, it gets really messy sometimes to control Bluetooth. So we had, um, the weekend available. And so we were like, well, you know, we're, we're interested in like robotics for people. Let's go to the Lego store. So there's actually a Lego store in New York and we went there to check, take a look at what robots they had available. Turns out they actually don't have, uh, really any robots at the Lego store. They have like a really cool art. But one odd thing that they did have, even though they didn't have the things that this goes with, is they had this really cool remote control, which maybe I can show on the overhead. I think the overhead is, might be one of the sources. Oh, of yeah? The, is this yeah. the problem? We're not, I'm not sure. Okay, well, I'll just hold it up. And you know what? I can show it on the um, computer. Can I go to the computer? Yeah, go to the computer. All right, let's try the computer. Let's try that out. I'm going to start eliminating more components. 
All right, so let's see. Okay, it's not this one, but this is kind of similar. Um, let's see if they have the other one. No. No, that also broke? Yeah. Weird. Okay, yeah. I'll just hold it up. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. It can't deal with multiple sources. Not anymore. Deals like one thing. Okay. We'll figure out. So, um, yeah, this is, I guess there's this thing called power functions, which is a way for Lego to um, allow you to add, like, motion and control. It's not like a full... NXT, like, big robotics thing. It's a kind of a lower cost, um, like, automation. And they uh, designed it in 2008. This has been around a long time. And this is the remote control. So it's got these um, two knobs. And as you see, when I move the knobs, this little um, green LED lights up. And also, you can barely tell. Now, this has an IR filter. But there's infrared that comes out of here as well. And there's two knobs and two buttons and it's kind of like it's a kind of joysticky like so we thought like this you know and it's inexpensive it's twelve dollars so this could be a nice remote control for the robot like sure you can use this you know remote you have at home but this is like a kind of a nice standard it's always going to be the same legos available in like every known country um two buttons two thingies and then you can have an address select and you can attach it to your your Lego as well. It's Lego compatible. So that's interesting. And then what we're also thinking about this, we're like, okay, well, let's say you don't want to even buy one of these um, Lego remotes. Phil wrote an article back in 2004. Um, yeah, but we can't see because... Well, I can, yeah. I can, I can yeah, show you my can, screen. You can find <laughs> Oh man, what have we become? I can share this image on my yeah, screen. Yeah, sure. Wait, hold on. Oh, this how, is do silly. I, how do I do this? I mean, I'm, yeah. That's fine, you can see it. Yeah, my 14 year old article. Philip Turan. Um, this is an iPod, and connected to the headphone jack is this, like, you just soldered an infrared LED to a headphone connector, and um, you plug it in, and then you play audio clips. And the audio clips are basically just like the square wave that you would use to emit um, the the IR, right? Like when when the when the sine wave or square wave goes high, that emits more current, and like the light turns on. And when it's DC, you know, zero volts, um, no light is emitted. And by by uh, structuring your uh, audio file, you can send infrared data to like most devices. So um, I ordered up. You can buy these, like, they're, like, super low cost. Like, you can, you know, of course, you need to have a headphone jack, so modern iPhones, you can't use them, but you can use the little headphone adapter. Um, but they're only, like, a dollar or two, so that could be a way to allow people who have phones, you know, we can make a, a little app or a website that when you touch buttons on the screen, it emits, it plays that audio file and emits the, the um, audio over IR. Now, IR is usually 38 kilohertz. That's the um, receiver we have on the Circuit Playground Express is 38 kilohertz. But you can kind of get away with less. So even though it's supposed to be 38 kilohertz, I think you could probably do it at like 20 kilohertz. It'll probably be good enough to pass this filter, but we'll find out. 
um, even I'm, I'm willing to uh, end the stream early to do a couple tests because I'm here doing this. Yeah, I'm almost done. Yeah, but we can do another test. Yeah, we'll do another test. So, yeah. so this is the next thing I'm doing is I'm going to order or ma manufacture basically this filled contraption, hook it up to a computer or a tablet, and then play little audio files that emit infrared, and then see if I can receive it. And if so, we'll be able to just have that be the universal remote control for the little robot. You know, if you want to go super nice, get one of these. If you have a remote control in the house, use one of those. And if you want to use, um, you know, our, our custom app, you can just plug in one of these dollar, $2 um, dongles into your uh, iPod version 1 and uh, play an MP3 file. So that's our next... That's what we talked about this weekend. Okay. It's low cost remote control for robots. We might be back in a couple of minutes to do some testing, so just deal with it. Or not. Okay, here we go. Bye. Good night.